ATH 910 AM interview of the week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm Dave Palmer, Cecil Anderson here running the board. And, uh, we've got, uh, 20, 25 minutes to talk, uh, to somebody I consider one of the, if not the most enterprising, interesting <laughs> men that I know who always is thinking of new ways of spreading the faith, evangelizing. And I've been blessed to know him for a number of years now. His name is Masango Osong and he is founder of and CEO of CatholicBrain.com, uh, launched in uh, 2017. They provide innovative solutions for pre-K through eighth grade faith formation and religious education. They've got just countless resources and something you really should know about, uh, especially if you have children whom you want to better, you know, better understand the faith. And so, uh, Masango, welcome and thanks for being on the program with me today. Thanks for having me, Dave. Long time. It's been a while. Yeah. You know, see, I, you have a fascinating story, which I know we've talked about before, of mm-hmm. uh, being a little bit of the prodigal son and coming around. And boy, I'll tell you, you're making up for lost time because you've you just, since you always seem to be creating something or doing, going in a different direction. So let me just kind of start from the beginning. I mentioned, according to your website, Catholic Brain was launched uh, about four years ago, 2017. Uh, what, what was the inspiration for it? And maybe tell our listeners who are not familiar with CatholicBrain.com, what, what exactly is it? Yeah, sure, Dave. Uh, you know, uh, prior to me being in a Catholic business, I owned a secular business. I was pretty successful with that business. And uh, about um, 2014, the, you know, I, I got this inspiration from the Lord to, you know, move from secular business to to ministry and to use my talents to serve the church you know long story short i sold that business and um you know started a um you know a catholic company called bibles on corporation and the mission really is what the holy spirit was telling me is to use my talents to improve faith formation Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I was teaching catechism, catechism, faith formation, second grade faith formation. One of the things I realized was that most of the students were not engaged in faith formation. Yeah, we used the books. The books are great, but the students are not engaged. They're used to videos and all types of technology. So, and I just got this inspiration from the Holy Spirit. And then one other thing that happened was I sent my kids to Saint Mark uh, Catholic School. My daughter, back then she was in uh, third grade, she came home and told me that religion class is the most boring class in the school. So mm. that kind of hurt my feelings. And then you know, after just praying and discerning how the Lord wants me to use my gift to serve the church, I just... I just thought as much, you know, we need, I, I could, I can use my, my gift of innovation, entrepreneurship to create something that will improve our faith formation. And it's, it's been a long journey, a uh, lot of challenges, but, uh, we're, I'm, I'm in the right place right now. Yeah. So originally it was the Bibles on tablet and I remember being at meetings with you and, uh, being involved in that. <clears throat> and then, yeah, uh, yeah, and, I remember you were in the board. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I enjoyed those, uh, kind of be having an inside look on what, what was happening. And now CatholicBrain.com is a website based, uh, as I mentioned, uh, faith formation platform. And on the site, CatholicBrain.com, there's just a long list of resources, um, Bible videos, daily quizzes, 
uh, Advent programs with Brother Francis, Catholic Dictionary, eBooks, and so. Uh, and this is this is designed. Uh, is it for families, for parishes, for dioceses, Catholic schools, what, all the above, or or who? All, all, all the above. We have a family plan uh, for homeschool families, um, schools, parish, and we we also have a diocese plan. So you know. <clears throat> And when, I mean, we have a ton of resources for faith formation and the idea is really to, 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 to develop modern tools and modern ways to, to teach the faith that uh, kids, kids love. And it's not boring, right? Does, it, does your daughter approve? It's not boring. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're faithful to the uh, teachings of the church, but we, uh, we want to make sure it's uh, presented in a way that kids today learn, right? Yeah. Um, it's fun, engaging, and interactive. And we've been blessed. I mean, when, when COVID hit, we were, you know, we were able to provide a platform for a couple of months for free, but then we saw an increase in subscription. I think many parishes and schools realize um, that there's a greater need for, for online resources, right? So, um, so we were, we've been blessed to be able to serve during these challenging times and um, we, we want to do more for the church. Yeah, you've also developed some interesting uh, collaborations. Uh, we mentioned Brother Francis. Most people are probably familiar with those uh, just high-quality videos. Uh, I think you worked with our Sunday Visitor. Uh, wh- what are some of the other Catholic organizations that you're working with? Yeah, we, we developed a program called Adventure Catechism. It's a 40-video 40, 40 series. Uh, we had uh, short videos about the catechism. Um, we worked with uh, Brother Francis. That that series was launched back in August. It's available on CatholicBrain.com, also on AdventureCatechism.com. Um, we also work with our Sunday Visitor. They are uh, partners. We are building an ebook platform for OSV that's going to be available on Catholic Brain, um, which we're actually launching in a, in a week or two. And is this sub- subscription based? Um, if people, um, you know, most, mostly people listening now are probably parents or they have, they have young kids. Uh, who is, who is, I know you said all the above, but, uh, what's the first step or how should somebody know if this is uh, a good fit for them? If, you know, they, maybe they have kids in public schools or Catholic schools or homeschooled. Uh, how, how can each person make the most of this? Yeah, that's a great question, Dave. I- um, I think we offer a 14-day free trial on the website. That's the best way to kind of look around the site, to check out the videos, the uh, daily activities that we provide. Every day there is a video to watch, a saint video. There is a daily Bible video and tons of videos. So I would say the best way to start is to just sign up for a free trial, 14-day free trial, free trial, and then you know, if you like it, then you can you can pay for the subscription. Yeah, are, are there? I, I think you mentioned St. Mark's. Uh, I think they were one of the first that that took you on yeah, for their school. Are, are there other schools in the Dallas Diocese or even across the the nation that are utilizing yeah. Catholic Brain? Yeah, absolutely. We have about half of the schools and half of the parishes in the Dallas of Dallas use Catholic Brain, mm, wow. and um, we are in you know, almost every diocese around the country. Um, we also have uh, parishes and schools in Canada and in Britain, and I believe one or two in South Africa. So we're planning, and right now we're working on Spanish, which uh, hopefully we can have the site translated into Spanish by the next school year. Wow, wow, it's really exploding, isn't right. it? Right, right, it's it's, it's growing, and uh, we're we're grateful for that. 
Yeah. Uh, Masan Gosong is my guest. He's CEO and founder of CatholicBrain.com and also AdventureCatechism.com as well, another one of the sites that he mentioned. Um, I want to move on and talk about uh, the Catechetical Institute and also your relationship with the Catholic Marketing Association. But before we depart, uh, anything else about CatholicBrain.com or AdventureCatechism.com that uh, our listeners should know about that you'd like to mention? Well, that's for the most part, I think we, we covered pretty much um, um, everything. Um, so, again, it's for families, parish schools, and um, I mean, I mean, we have about 11 dioceses that actually have a diocese subscription. So, pretty much anyone can, can use the website. And, um, and then, one other thing, yeah, before I forget, it's uh, we're expanding to high school and adult formation um, this summer. Oh, so wow. We're going to have um, high school uh, content for. Um, High school students for youth ministry and for adult faith formation. So, right. um, so we're we're very excited about um, you know expanding um, to to that uh, age group. Yeah, I recently had uh, not too long ago uh, a lunch with Marlon De La Torre, who um, had worked in the Fort Worth Diocese, and then he became, uh, I think, the director of your Catechetical Institute. Tell us about that. I think from what you told me before we started recording, there there might be a, a, some some changes or a different name or uh, what what is that, and and what are the plans going forward? So pretty much, we've been serving students and families, and we got a lot of feedback from teachers and catechists, diaries wanting us to provide some kind of formation and training uh, resources for catechists as well. So we decided to form an institute for. Uh, to train and form uh, catechists, so uh, and so we we launched the Catholic Brain Catechetical Institute in uh, February of this year, and we're going to be having our first um, conference um, this summer, July 28th in Chicago. Um, and Marlon De La Torre, we were able to bring him on board um, in October. He he's uh, he runs the institute. He also helps us with uh, curriculum development. So it's been it's been it's been also one of the things that we're very very proud about. So um, we're again we're going to be launching uh, doing our first uh, conference in Chicago. Uh, we hope to get about 200 or 250 uh, catechists and diaries that will attend this first uh, conference. Mm, interesting. Why why Chicago or uh, what was the the draw there? Um... Yeah, we're doing this in partnership with the CMN. The CMN, it's the uh, Catholic Marketing Network trade show. Yeah. So we decided to work with them to 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 um to do our first conference. And then uh, another reason for Chicago for us is um this this was actually a coincidence. We were looking at our membership membership data, and we have most of our members are in Chicago in terms of parish and schools. Yeah. Oh, interesting. All right. Uh, <laughs> right. Now, um, Catholic Marketing Network, um, and uh, many people are familiar with uh, Alan Napleton, and he's worked closely with EWTN and done a lot of events. And, of course, he used to you know, be, be on the, the board when we would go to the Bibles on meetings. Uh, I understand there's, right. um, uh, there's, there's, there's a, you have kind of, well, what's the relationship between Catholic Brain and CMN? Well, yeah, um, so my wife Sylvia, she runs. Um, she's been running the CMN for the past three years, and and Al approached us. He was uh, trying, wanting to retire, and asked us if we wanted to take over the CMN, and we were we were happy to say yes. So we're now we now run the CMN under um, you know 
So that's that's really the relationship, um, and the goal is to 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 keep La- uh, Allen's uh, legacy. He he wants the CMN to continue, so we're going to continue doing that. And uh, the idea is to have multiple events, not just one event, because in the past it's always been the one trade show every summer. Yeah. So right now we're going to to do two events. Uh, this year we're doing two events. Uh, one is the summer event, and then another one is the St. Nicholas Christmas show which will be in Dallas. So really, really, we're, we're actually running the CMN, and we want to expand it, and we want to keep uh, Allen South. Okay. The, so the, the, the summer event, is that the July 28th one in Chicago that you're talking about, or is it a separate event? Yeah. The summer event is in, yeah, that's that's in Chicago. Okay, okay. Then the St. Nicholas Christmas uh, show, do you have a, a date for that? You said it's in, in Dallas. This will be December 5th uh, and December 6th, and we're going to have... Uh, um, Chris Stefanik and Dr. Scott Hahn, they're going to be one of our speakers there. Oh, okay. Do you have a location yet? It's going to be at the Hilton Anatole, uh, uptown Dallas. Oh, we're breaking uh, big news here. So that, that, that's some, some couple of big name. And of course, you're, you're, um, doing it on the second day, at least, is the Feast of St. Nicholas. And so, that kind of, kind of, you're going to be giving out chocolate inside of little shoes or anything like that, uh, for that. Uh, yeah, we have fun activities for kids. Uh, we're going to have um, Dave, Dave and Laura Moore. They will do our Christmas songs, live Christmas songs. So we're, we're excited to have them on board. Uh, we're going to have Christmas pageant, um, story time with St. Nicholas. And we don't, we don't want to call him uh, Santa. We want uh, Our goal here is to, to, to make uh, Christ the center of Christmas. Yeah, wow, so, that is so exciting. Do you have a, you expecting a, this is just kind of open to the public? Is it going to be like people buy tickets or is it a free event or, or what, what's the plan? No, it's not. Well, I wish we could make it free, but no, <laughs> it's expensive. But, yeah. You know, um, no, it's not free. We, uh, we have the website, uh, com. Okay. Uh, we, we haven't started selling tickets. We're going to open, uh, registration, uh, sometime in September. Oh, wow. Well, just let us know. Yeah, and we'll right. start, we'll start promoting that. Uh, I guess we're already are. Absolutely. We're talking about it right now, right? Uh, right, right, right. So anything Absolutely. else? Uh, not that that's not enough. I mean, gosh, between Catholic Brain and Adventure Catechism and then the conference in the, this summer in Chicago and <laughs> the December 5th and 6th event, uh, what else is going on in the life of Masango Osong and, 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 and Catholic Brain? Anything else? I mean, whatever the, the Holy Spirit leads me, I think, um, over time I've realized that the Lord wants me to use my talent to, to serve the church, um, to use my innovative skills to create new programs that will, will bring people back to the faith, that will help kids to, to learn and love living their Catholic faith. And I've done so many things, um, thanks be to God. And I uh, remember a few years ago, we did the Come to Mass program. Yeah. We, we did that, at, I think, two or three parishes here in Dallas, uh, St. Mark and St. Joseph. Um, we're actually relaunching that. Um, there's no better time to do that now with COVID, with people, you know, virtual Mass and all that. We need to get back to Mass. Oh, right? yeah. So we're, we're relaunching that, and we're calling it the Back to Mass program. Uh with, I'm working with uh, the, the D'Ambrosio brothers, uh, Anthony and um, Marcellino, to to relaunch this uh, time. Uh, we're hoping to get it out in August. So again, it's an outreach program to to bring people back to mass. Um, you know, 
Uh, I think we need, we, need, we need to get back. Uh, there's a lot of work to do. Uh, the church needs to really re-evangelize and, you know, you know, get people back to Mass. Yeah, and I bet every bishop in the land is saying amen because, you know, so many people left and a lot of them you know, just kind of got used to not being at Mass. And uh, right. that's why I think Watching, it's almost uh, it's almost prophetic what you were doing years ago that now is the need for that program, which yeah, is already yeah. in place, right? Yeah, I was looking at it, I'm like, okay, this is really the right time because we kind of put a hold it was a lot, and I had so much going on. After we we did that two parish, yeah, it was two parishes: Saint Mark and Saint Joseph. It was successful in terms of being able to bring people back to mass. We saw the results, and we were happy. But we didn't just have the time to 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 dedicate. And, and you know, we had parishes that were calling us; they wanted to do the program, but we 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 didn't have enough resources. But right now, now is the time. I think. Um, we need to we need to get people back to mass. You know, yeah. we can't stay at home and watch mass forever. No, we're, we're Catholics. We have to we have to get we have to receive the Eucharist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and so. it remind me because I, I remember when we talked about that previously. Was this a, a particular weekend at a mass where was it falling away people that come back, or was it you bring a friend, or or what exactly? What was the was the way that it was laid out? Yeah, I mean, it's, we we uh, train the uh, the parish to invite uh, to engage their parishioners to invite friends, colleagues, and family members uh, to mass. Now we provide tons of resources, uh, um, social media assets, uh, website uh, banners, and then uh, we train pretty much the parish staff and volunteers and how to. To, to do the program, but it's really a, an invitation slash outreach program that engages uh, the uh, parishioners to, to invite their friends, family members, and colleagues on a certain day at yeah. Mass, and the whole parish is ready for that because prior to that, the, the priest will be talking about it and encouraging people to invite somebody on that particular Sunday. And so the whole parish will be ready. There will be volunteers welcoming people in the church. They have T-shirts, welcome to Mass, which we provide. And then we have a book, which was well written by uh, Marcellino D'Ambrosio. Not, not not the dad, but the son. Yeah. Uh, it talks about the Mass, well written. Um, and then um, we saw how, you know, just by inviting people to Mass, how that can be very helpful. In terms of you know, you know, bringing someone to, to 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 mass, so that's really the summary of the whole program. There's more to it, but um, you know, I think this is the right time for us to 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 do it more. Yeah, yeah, amen. Good timing and all that. Uh, right, right. We might make some few tweaks, and few changes, but it's pretty pretty much is going to be similar. Okay. Well, we have certainly covered a lot of ground uh, in these 20 minutes. And so uh, between the summer conference and Catholic Brain and CMN and uh, St. Nicholas and back to Mass, but uh, just shows you, as I mentioned, uh, just so much going on in your life. And it's all good and it's all leading people closer to Christ, which is the, you know, the name of the game. Uh, so I want to thank you, Masango, for all that you're doing and for answering that call back in, I think you said 2014, when the Holy Spirit put it on your heart to, to start, you know, doing something different. Uh, and if anybody would like to try that 14 day trial at no charge, just go to catholicbrain.com 
and then you can see if it's a good fit for your family, your children, your school, your you know what have you, your um, your your diocese. Right. And adventurecatechism.com is the other website. Uh, anything else before we let you go? Th- thanks so much. It's been an interesting conversation. Thanks, Dave. I mean, there's so much we can spend an hour talking, but um, I think so far that's um, yeah, that's what we have. That'll cover it for this interview, huh? <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. And God bless <laughs> Sylvia and her work with CMN and Alan uh, Napleton. Thanks for all his uh, work as well. All right, uh, Masango, you. appreciate your uh, your time. And this has been the KTH nine ten a.m. interview of the week. Masango Osong is CEO and founder of CatholicBrain.com and the other um, uh, initiatives that he mentioned as well. Just go to that website and you can find out more about all the things that he is doing. Thanks to Sissel and thank you everybody for listening. If you have suggestions for future interviews of the week, please contact me directly uh, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com Hope you have a very blessed rest of your weekend. Thanks for listening. God bless you. All of us here at KTH 910 AM are thankful to the Knights of Columbus from Council 759 at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton Parish in Keller for their support of the August 5th Summer Speaker Series event with guest speaker Father John Ricardo. The Knights encourage you to support their mission by purchasing tickets for their charity fundraiser raffle. Tickets are $5 each for a chance to win a $1,000 or $500 Visa gift card or a 55-inch smart Android TV. The deadline to purchase tickets is June 14th. To get tickets, search Knights of Columbus Council 759 on Facebook. All of us at KTH 910 AM thank Porter's Army, Navy, and Irving for their sponsorship of the August 5th Summer Speaker Series event with guest speaker Father John Ricardo. Owner Steve and Cindy Porter have been longtime supporters of the Guadalupe Radio Network. They invite you to visit Porter's Army, Navy, located at 600 East Irving Boulevard in Irving, and see more at their website, portersarmynavy.com. They hope you'll join them August 5th by buying your tickets at summerspeakerseries.com. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. I'm Dave Palmer. Diane is running our board today, and um, we are glad that you are uh, listening and here with us. This is a program where we like to talk about things that uh, intersect uh, our local Catholic community here in North Texas and our Catholic faith, and there are no shortages of things to talk things to talk about. One organization that we have worked with closely for many, many years, decades in fact, is Fullness of Truth. Officially, it's Fullness of Truth Catholic Evangelization Ministries, and I can remember uh, way back, like in the the early two thousands, going to events in. Uh, Arlington and all the top speakers are coming in and it was just so much fun and hundreds, uh, if not thousands of people would come out to these events. Well, they're still going strong. In fact, uh, they have an event coming up right around the corner. It's going to be June 11th and 12th, Friday and Saturday, St. Mark's Parish in Plano. We'll tell you about the speakers and more about Fullness of Truth with their executive director who's here in studio with me. Marty Matulia. Marty, how you doing? Hey, Dave. It's great to have, thank you very much for having me. It's great to be here in North Texas. All right. Let's, let's talk about you first. Uh, you live in Houston, right? I do. What's your, tell me about your family. You're married. You got kids. I, uh, I, your, your, your background. Been, yeah. Ha- happily married for, it'll be 28 years this summer. Okay. My wife's name is Melinda. 
and she's a she's a Houstonian. She's from Lake okay. Jackson. I'm originally from Maryland. Um, we have three sons. They're all in their twenties. Uh, my oldest is 26. Uh, that's Mitchell. Joe's 24. He lives in Austin. Mitchell lives in Houston. And then Philip, the youngest, is 21. He's over at Louisiana Tech, over mm. in Ruston, and he's uh, he plays on the baseball team. Okay, and uh, so he's studying over there and playing baseball. Yeah, and so no grandkids. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Not okay. yet. Not that yeah. I know of. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what What was uh, you say? You're from Maryland. Yes. Sir. Um, what brought you to Texas and all? I know you went to UD. Yeah, I did. I went to uh, University of Dallas. I have my master's from UD. I uh, graduated in 94. I met my wife in 1992. She was working here in Irving and Las Colinas, just across the highway from you. Yeah. And uh, we met on a blind date, total, you know, Holy Spirit. And uh, we got married at St. Thomas Aquinas down in Dallas, Lower Greenville. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then I, I did what everybody says you shouldn't do. I took a Texas girl out of Texas for eight years. And so all to three, Maryland? To Maryland. Okay. That's right. And all three of our boys were born up there. And I finally wised up and, uh, we came back to, uh, to Houston where her family's from. Yeah. And I've been there. We've been there ever since 20 years now. Well, we all make mistakes. So we, we forgive <laughs> you for leaving Texas. Now, what was, uh, like coming out of UD? What was your profession? What was your major? What, what did, what'd you do in your times that you weren't at Fonus Security? Right. Well, I have a master's in, in politics, political philosophy. Okay. So the plan was to go on and get my PhD. I had gotten accepted at Catholic University, uh, which is why one of the reasons why we went back to Maryland. Mm-hmm. And so I, I could commute down to Washington, D.C. But she was already pregnant with our first son. And I didn't have any money. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nice combination. Yeah. So I decided to uh, start teaching at a Catholic high school up there. Okay. And uh, I was teaching theology and coaching baseball and running the retreats. And I loved it. And I just, you know, that was in you know, 24 years of that. And I never did get that Ph.D., <laughs> So, yeah, but that's yeah. okay. God had a plan. And then have you been in education ever have, since? Yes, uh, so for, you, for 24 you... years, I was at three different Catholic high schools. Okay. Uh, two in Maryland and then at St. Thomas High School in Houston wow. for 16 years. Yeah. And then I finally, once my youngest son graduated, I, 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 call, I, you know, was kind of burned out. And, yeah. uh, decided to go into nonprofit Catholic, you know, development and, and leadership. Yeah. Very good. And so I, I taught at a high school for three years and I, I know it's, it's a hard job. It, it it's is. very challenging, it but it's a lot of fun though. It, I mean, it, you it enjoy is. The interaction I, I do, with the I kids. do miss the boys. I was at all boys Catholic yeah. high school for 20 of those 24 years. So yeah. I, I, I miss the guys and their antics and their, you know, they're a lot of fun, uh, especially, you know, if you, if you're a coach, um, there's nothing, no better way to mentor a young man than being a coach. Um, and then, you know, I was a theology teacher, retreat director. So it was just awesome experience. I, I do miss that, that part of ministry. Uh, I miss the guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I miss the did you play men. baseball for UD? I, I did not. UD did not have a baseball team at that time. Oh, okay. I, I played at Radford University, my undergrad. Okay. And, um, but when I was at UD, those were the years that they didn't have a baseball team. Yeah. Okay. What position did you play? I was a infielder. Second okay. base, third base. Yeah, yeah. interesting. Uh, you have to have good uh, eye-hand coordination to be an infielder because the you, balls come you at do. you pretty fast, yeah, don't they? That, that wasn't the problem. Sometimes it was the throws. I know I wasn't sure yeah. where my throws were going sometimes. <laughs> I'm sure the first baseman appreciated that. <laughs> a little unpredictability, right? All right, so now uh, for 
couple years you've been with Fullness of Truth? A little over or? a year now, about 15 or 16 months I've been with Fullness of okay. Truth. And it's great because I don't have to commute down to the big city. It's right in Kingwood, yeah. which is kind of a, a bedroom community of north of Houston. And um, I have a five-minute commute to our, our office there on Kingwood Drive. Yeah. And so it really is a great uh opportunity for me to to still be involved with evangelization and uh, throughout the state of Texas, uh, as you mentioned, we've been around for 20 years. So we're celebrating our 20th anniversary this year. And every year we try to make North Texas one of our, one of our tour stops. Um, last year, unfortunately, uh, we had to do just the virtual conference over in Keller at St. Elizabeth Ann Seton because that was during the whole pandemic. Mm -hmm. And it went really well. Uh, We, we live streamed it. It was just different not having a a crowd there. But, uh, so we're, we're really happy to be back. Yeah. Yeah. That is nice. Uh, I do remember that. In fact, I remember you had to kind of call an audible pretty late in the game and decide <laughs> it was going to be and sometimes those decisions are not always made by you it's no, you got to respect the venue and that um ken zamet uh he's the founder of fullness of truth sure tell is. me about him i don't believe i've ever met him uh what what if, if he was here what would he say <laughs> why he started this 20 years ago and what kind of the purpose and mission of fullness of truth well ken is a wonderful humble catholic man he's kind of an introvert mm-hmm. so this isn't kind of his his thing he lets me do the you know the talking yeah but uh ken uh back when he was in his late 20s he he's a periodontist by by training he's a he's a doctor ken zamet yeah he's no longer practicing um he sold his practice a number of years ago. But at that time, he was working on a master's in San Antonio, and he was, those were, that was his agnostic period of life. You know, he was a science guy, and he was just kind of going through life and, you know, going to school. And, but then he, he tells me the story. One Sunday morning, he woke up, he was getting ready to watch the NFL today, and he just decided something sparked him, the Holy Spirit. Said, I got to go back to, I got to go to mass. Mm-hmm. And he went to a uh, Holy Trinity, Holy Spirit or Holy Trinity, uh, Catholic church in, in San Antonio. And he tells me that by the end of the mass, he was in tears. Oh, wow. Uh, he knew he was back home yeah. in the Catholic church where he always um, should, you know, belonged. Uh, so he was a cradle Catholic, but he had kind of been away from the church for, you know, eight to 10 years. And, uh, and then from that moment, he just, as a way of thanksgiving, he sort of made a, a promise, if you will, to the Lord that he was going to give back. And so the first thing he did was he started reading Carl Keating's Catholicism and Fundamentalism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was a real turning point. Then he started reading Scott Hahn. Then he started reading Steve Ray, Trent Horn, all the, you know, um, Tim Staples, all these Catholic apologists who, for the most part, were converts. Yeah. And he really was attracted to their style of evangelization. And so when he started Fullness of Truth in 2001, one of the first speakers he got was Scott Hahn. Yeah. And at that time in Texas, I mean, Scott Hahn just didn't make it down here. Mm -hmm. And so that was a, I mean, that first event was at the Catholic Charismatic Center in Houston, Texas. And we had, we had Scott Hahn, Father Carapi, Jesse Romero, Tim Staples. We had like 3,500 people there. Uh It was, you know, he said the fire marshal came in and was just about <laughs> ready to start kicking people yeah, out. Yeah. And they had no idea that it was going to, you know, bloom this way. And so that was our, our start. And then he realized, oh, you know, I, you know, and then for a few years, they were just doing an annual conference. And eventually it started to grow and we, we started coming up here. When we were coming up to North Texas back then, we were going to, I think, the Arlington Civic Center. Yeah, convention center. Convention I think. center. Yeah. 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 
and right there uh, by the ballpark. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's right. And then, um, but th- in the last few years, we've moved more to the parish-based mm-hmm. model. The, the only conference that we do that's a whole weekend is in San Antonio. We yeah. go to the High Hill Country Resort uh, every August, right, kind of right at the beginning of the school year, end of the school, end of the summer. So that's our big event every year. And then just about monthly, we'll do a parish event. So Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Corpus Christi, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. We were in Tyler just last month. Mm-hmm. Next year, we're going to, um, we're going to be in two new dioceses. We're going to be in, um, Alexandria, Louisiana hmm. and Beaumont, Texas. Oh, okay. That will be our 10th and 11th diocese in 20, in 20 years. So we're real excited about oh, that. Wow. So then things are opening up now. You know, the COVID seems to be relaxing. So that's, well, the, a ministry like yours, this is it all about in yeah, person. Yeah, I, it really is. I, I, mean, don't, we, I don't know anybody that likes the virtual no, events. Better we did than the live stream. Now, I'll tell you where the live stream was that was a blessing is for folks from out of state. Yeah. So, like, my parents are in Florida, so they've been watching all of our conferences on the live stream. So, we got a little, you know, some, some viewers in Florida. We had, actually, in our last two conferences, <laughs> I looked on our list, we had a lady viewing us from Alaska on the live stream. So Cause that they, was cause they cool. never get anybody. I mean, nobody goes out to Alaska. <laughs> I don't think so. Right. I mean, right. So that was pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that, that, you know, there is a silver lining and yeah. the potential is a whole lot bigger because, you know, rooms are only have a certain capacity. That's but right. with streaming, you could have, more eyeballs. you know, 10 million people watching. And, and I think it will help us to, we, we really, our five-year plan is to go national. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're, we're kind of building those building blocks now. I'm, I've been putting out some feelers in Charlotte, North Carolina. I've got some, some, some friends from that area. And, um, you know, so there, there's areas in the country that we think with the bishop's blessing of that particular yeah. diocese that, if invited, if we have the resources that we would, we would love to go. Mm-hmm. Let me, uh, I want to uh, obviously talk about this event uh, at St. Mark's, June 11th and 12th. It's really right around the corner and tell people how they can uh, come out and talk. I haven't mentioned yet, Deacon Harold Sivers, Steve Ray, Trent Horn are the speakers. This is a big event. I'm going to be the it's, MC. And so I'm very excited. Well, I know we're I'm gonna excited be there. to have you. And it's a great lineup. Normally on a parish based conference like this one, that's a Friday night and Saturday, yeah. we don't get three national speakers like Yes. Yeah, well, yeah. we maybe we'll get two. Yeah. But to get all three of these guys on one weekend, wow. Yeah. You know, I mean, this is an opportunity of, of a lifetime, really. I mean, especially if you have heard any one of these three speak, um, they are all, I mean, they're all different, but they, I mean, you talk about Catholic evangelists. I mean, mm-hmm. these, these three guys are it. Yeah, let me ask you, going back to the time when Ken was starting this, I, if I do my math right, it was 2001 when, uh, when Fullness of Truth Catholic Evangelization Ministry started. I, I came running back to the church, uh, in the late 90s, and it was a really exciting time. It was. Uh, it was the time, like you say, of Scott Hahn, and II. Father Carapi, John Paul II, Steve Ray, Carl Keating, and, yeah. uh, Patrick Madrid, and it was just like this whole slew of these really dynamic, you know, and, and it was it was just kind of exciting and fun to be. Was. There wasn't as much infighting. There, yeah, the, the charismatic renewal was starting to kind of yeah wane fade a little, away bit, a little yeah. bit. But there was still the the fruits of the renewal yeah. were very much alive in the church. Yeah. And so, how would you define this time now? I mean, and there's no there's no perfect <laughs> you, you know, time. But how, what's going on now? Yeah, it's interesting you say that. But I think we are right back where we were in 1978, okay. October 1978, when John Paul II. Yeah came up on that balcony and said, do not be afraid. Mm-hmm. 
that we're we're right back there again. Yeah, and it's kind of this time of you know malaise. Where politically, we're sort yeah. of in that that time period, um, and you know so. Think about where we were in 1978. For those that can remember, that wasn't a great time to be Catholic. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a great time to be an American. Yeah, I mean, right. we were kind of like, oh, what's what's going on? Was that and, like gas lines and all that yeah, kind of stuff? Right. What's going and, on? And, and the yeah. Iran uh, Contra, you know, I mean, the Iran uh, hostage crisis and so forth. But then, you know, John Paul II came in and for, you know, 27 years, he gave us a, a shot in the arm. You mm-hmm. know, he gave us the the blueprint for how to rebuild the church. And, you know, what's interesting is, and I thought about this today, too, going, because I, I was traveling a lot of the parishes in, in North Texas, especially over in Plano. I think all three of those parishes over there were built probably in their early 80s. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and none of them were what we would call traditional style, mm-hmm. you know, trans, yeah. transept. You know, they're all kind of look like a, almost like a community center. Yeah. And that was sort of the, the age of church architecture back then. Everything was supposed to be the, you know, the altar was going to be in the center, mm-hmm. all the chairs around. And now we're kind of moving away from that again. Yeah. And we're going back to the little more of the traditional more, yeah. style and, and more of a Eucharistic adoration focus. Mm-hmm. And so I think this is just kind of my, my theory, but you know, all of us that went, to church back in the 70s and 80s, the catechesis that we got was all very communal based mm-hmm. and it was, but it wasn't very Eucharistic based and it wasn't very Christocentric. Yeah. And so it took John Paul II to kind of bring us back to, you know, a more Christocentric, more, um, theocentric humanism. And I think. You know, hopefully that's, that's where all our young priests are right now. They were the ones formed during that time, during the, you know, the nineties and early two thousands. And I really do believe we are on the cusp of an incredible revival, spiritual renewal. It doesn't seem like it. Yeah. But I think once we come out of this COVID and, you know, there are a lot of lay people and young clergy that are fired up and fed up. Mm-hmm. You know, both. Yeah. I mean, you know, they're fired up because they know that, all right, we can't look to somebody else to lead us. We've got to be the ones to lead the church into the future. Yeah. And so I think that's where we are. Now, the, the key, though, is we still got to get to those younger Catholics. We've yeah. got to get to those those young people in their teens and in, in college and in their 20s and 30s. That's where I think we're still, there's a missing piece, and I haven't quite figured out mm-hmm. how to get to that yeah that crowd yet but that's that's one of my goals yeah right very good uh the event is called why be catholic when you could be anything else june 11th and 12th that's friday saturday uh friday 6 30 to 9 30 and then saturday 9 a.m to 4 p.m again the speakers deacon hero brooks sivers steve ray Trent horn uh it's gonna be at st mark's parish in plano talk about the prices and the different packages uh and how people can get tickets absolutely so our general admission pass is 55 dollars uh, and that's a person um, and then not only do you, so you get a lunch with that, you get a box lunch, but then you also get access not only to all the talks, but also to our bookstore. Mm-hmm. We bring, and this is one of the exciting things about Fullness of Truth. We, we load up a U-Haul and we'll bring it up from Houston. And yeah, I don't know what kind of Catholic, you know, bookstores you have in, in Dallas and Fort Worth, but it is, it's massive. We will fill up that whole gym 
at St. Mark's in the Catholic school. Mm-hmm. They have a beautiful gym there. And we'll fill it up with, with books, religious items, statues, rosaries, prayer cards, clothes, lots of clothes. Um, I'm kind of the guy in charge of the clothes. I get excited about all our neat t-shirts that we have and, and so forth. But so it's $55 general admission. Family pass is 150 The priority seraphim pass, what that is, is you get a, you get up close seating. So you get first or second row and you get a private lunch with the speakers. So there'll be a Q and A and they have a nice little cafeteria there at St. Mark's that we'll use for our seraphim lunch. So that's $110 uh, per person. There's also for those that can't make it, uh, we will have, uh, as of right now, we, we are, we're going to have it live streamed and that's also $55. We have a youth pass for $20. And clergy and religious are free. But it's important to point out, you know, that, that does seem like a lot. Uh, I know that, you know, I'm, I'm very much, um, you know, <laughs> conscious of that. But if anybody, if that's the struggle, especially if it's a young person, you know, coming out of college and, and they, like $55 for a weekend, that's, that seems like a lot. Please don't hesitate to call our office. And, you know, we do have some scholarships uh, available. We have some generous donors and we never want to, uh, make economics be the reason why somebody doesn't want to enrich their their faith mm-hmm. all right uh and the website is fullnessoftruth.org fullnessoftruth.org uh you can also call 877-218-7884 877-218-7884 marty matulia is the executive director of fullness of truth catholic evangelization ministries and this is going to be at St. Mark's Parish in Plano, June 11th and 12th. It's a Friday and a Saturday. Uh, Friday is from 6.30 to 9.30, and Saturday is 9 to 4. Yeah, we'll have two speakers on Friday night. I'm not sure which two it will be at this point. And then we have a little break in between so people can go to the bookstore. Uh, then Saturday morning, we'll start with Rosary at 8.30, and then we'll, we'll start the, the program at 9 o'clock. It goes to 4 o'clock. There are also, St. Mark's is offering a Saturday morning Mass at 8 a.m. So people can, if you want to come early, you can come for the, the um, Saturday morning Mass. That's a weekday Mass, okay? And then Saturday evening, there'll be the Vigil Mass, I believe, starts at 5 uh, at St. Mark's in Plano. And the priests there are very excited. Uh, I think we will have a couple priests available for confessions in the afternoon. And um, the the uh, adult faith formation, um, Caleb, is the gentleman I've been working with. Uh, he's he is thrilled. He's kind of a young guy, mm-hmm. and uh, he he's absolutely thrilled that uh, this worked out for us this year to go to St. Mark's. And just out of curiosity, when you you've got a theme, why be Catholic? You've got these three very very experienced, polished speakers. Do you just say, hey, this is the theme, take it wherever you want? Or do you say, hey, Deacon Harold, I want you to talk about this? How, how, do, how do we know what they're going to talk about precisely? Yeah, well, all three of them have their, you know, they have their kind of canon of talks that they give. Um, Steve Ray typically will focus on the Mass. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, he's a real expert on the Old Testament yeah. and kind of understanding the Mass as it relates to the Old Testament and New Testament. So I have a feeling that will be his main focus. Um, Trent Horn is, is a really an outstanding Catholic apologist. Of course, he's from Catholic Answers. So he can go in a lot of different directions. Uh, but I think probably, you know, more about how to explain your faith, how to defend the faith, yeah. that sort of thing. And then Deacon Harold, I mean, my goodness. I mean, he's a men's ministry, uh, pro. 
uh, he, he gets you all fired up. Uh, he, he, you know, he'll talk, he can talk about the Holy Spirit. He can talk about the sacraments. Uh, he's a UD grad from the, mm-hmm. theolo- um, he has a theology degree from University of Dallas. So, you know, all three of them kind of have different personalities. Um, and which is kind of neat. I, I, it'll be interesting to see how they all sort of blend into, into each other. And then we, you know, with our conferences, so not only will we have it live stream, but we will have CDs uh, burned for, so you can, you can purchase a CD, you can purchase a, um, uh, a DVD as well. Um, and then there's also a way to just get the link mm-hmm. afterwards. So it's a great way to evangelize, you know, your friends and relatives and neighbors. You, know, you hear about, you get to hear these three speakers, you know, like, and you go to your, you know, your Bible study or your men's group and say, man, I want you guys to hear, you know, these, these three guys I heard this weekend. And, um, so it, it's awesome. I mean, I, all the way up from Houston, I was listening to, Deacon Harold and and some and Trent Horn, so it's it's good stuff. All right, uh, got to wrap it up. Uh, just want to give out the uh, main information again. My guest has been Marty Matulia. He's executive director of Fullness of Truth Catholic Evangelization Evangelization Ministries. They're celebrating their twentieth anniversary. Uh, and the event is in Plano, St. Mark's Parish, June 11th and 12th, Friday and Saturday. It's a Friday evening, uh, a couple talks, as he mentioned. Saturday is going to be all day uh, with mass and rosary and talks and presentations. And you can find all the information at fullnessoftruth.org, fullnessoftruth.org. And if you're like me and you always wonder, does fullness have one L or two? It's two, okay? <laughs> two two L's. I always ask myself that. Is it one L or two? And no spaces. Uh, fullness and, of truth, no spaces. Fullness of truth. Org, or you can call 877-218-7884. Got to leave it at that. Marty, thank you so much. Good seeing you here. And uh, we'll see you uh, yeah, the week, the second weekend of June. June. Thank you, Dave. It's great to be back in North Texas. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks to Diane. Thanks for listening. And if you have any suggestions for future programs, uh, email me, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. God bless you. Amen. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at this same time for another KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks Little Elm Eye Care for their support of local Catholic radio. Little Elm Eye Care is owned by Drs. Burt and Leslie Bubella, parishioners of St. Francis of Assisi Parish in Frisco. They specialize in family vision care, comprehensive eye exams, contact lenses, and the treatment of eye diseases and injuries. Little Elm Eye Care is located at 1200 East El Dorado Parkway, Suite 100, across from the Little Elm Athletic Complex. They can be reached by calling 972-2920-900 or on the web at littleelmeyecare.com. 1-800-476-3311 what are you doing? I'm practicing giving out the phone number for the upcoming Summer Sherathon. Oh, I guess it's not a bad idea. It's right around the corner, June 8th through the 11th across the Guadalupe Radio Network. The theme is Holy Catholic, so make sure you call 800-476-3311 with your donation. You're definitely getting some good practice in, Cecil. Yeah, I'll put you down for a $5,000 donation, Dave. Dave? I was just practicing. Pursue your vocation to heal through an online education in psychology and counseling at Divine Mercy University. Our master's and doctorate programs in psychology and counseling encompass a unique learning experience through our Catholic Christian approach to mental health, faith-centered, and science-based teachings. Join a community of healers where change begins with you. Help heal our Catholic community from mental hardship, educating minds, transforming lives.
Learn more at divinemercy.edu. That's divinemercy.edu. I'll bet you know by now that Amazon Smile is a great way to support your favorite charity. And supporting the Guadalupe Radio Network while you shop is easy. Step one, just start off at smile.amazon.com. Step two, choose La Promesa Foundation as your charity. La Promesa Foundation is the parent company of Guadalupe Radio Network. And step three, enjoy your shopping. Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase to the La Promesa Foundation, and it doesn't cost you any extra. La Promesa Foundation and Guadalupe Radio Network, thank you. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas. Catholic radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.